0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. Why don't you first give us a snapshot of who Nikki Haley is.
1: She was born to uh, immigrants from India and uh, served as the first uh, female governor of South Carolina. Uh, She did very well uh, in her job. Uh, um Trump appointed her to serve as the u s ambassador to the United nations uh, She resigned after two years, probably to take some distance from trump uh, perhaps at that time she already contemplated uh, a run for for president in twenty twenty four so uh she uh, she is uh, a friend of trump, but at the same time challenging him
0: she is not the only ex-Trump administration official who's expected to throw their hats into the ring at some point. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about some of the other challengers who we're expecting to see in the coming period of time?
1: Yes, there are a few speculations about Mike Pence, former vice president uh, uh, to Trump. Uh, Ron DeSantis governor of uh, Florida, a very, very serious uh, challenger, and Tim Scott, uh, a a senator from South Carolina. Uh, But there could be some uh, other candidates as well. Uh, This would be a major uh, challenge to Trump. We know from the history and theory of presidential elections that when uh, a president seeks uh, a second term, Regardless, the special case of Trump where there is an interruption of four years between his first term and the second term that he would like to win, uh, when uh, such a president is challenged from uh, candidates from his own party, then he loses in the general elections. So this is not a a good idea. It's interesting to note that Nikki Haley said there must be a need for a generational change in the Republican Party. So she de- she's, she's not challenging uh, Trump's qualifications for the job, but she's saying, uh, you're going to be 78 years old in 2024. You are too old, uh, and we need some um, new blood uh, in the Republican Party running for president.
0: Given the Republican Party since the Trump era, uh, is there a sense of where the party is going, what it needs, which of these potential candidates would resonate with what's happening there now? Trump
1: is still very strong uh, uh, at the Republican Party. This is why Ron DeSantis uh, is a very, uh, very serious challenger, because Ron DeSantis is a Trumpist without the legal uh, uh, burden uh, of trump uh, and i believe that uh, all the candidates would like to capitalize on trumpism which is still having a very serious uh, hold on, on the republican party uh, but would distance themselves from his conduct and behavior
0: at this point in time, do you think Haley can pose a uh, can be seen as a serious contender for the nomination? Uh,
1: this is a this is an excellent question. Uh, I think that the United States is not yet ready for a female president. But in order to be even a candidate to vice president, you have to declare uh, your candidacy uh, for president in in the last uh, public opinion poll taken by Reuters just uh, the other day, Trump uh, is still strong, got 43 percent, Ron DeSantis 31 percent, and Nikki Haley only 4 percent. But this is such, um, uh, this is so early to tell about the primaries. They will begin a year from now. Uh, she could do much better in uh, subsequent month. Obviously, she believes that she, she can do it. Uh, she can uh, and i think the reason she announced her candidacy yesterday is simply uh to be ahead with uh, republican uh voters and donors ahead of the other candidates so she is already uh, she's already in the run and she can compete with trump especially over resources because it is it is very expensive to run for president, and you need a lot of money, or to be very rich. And she is neither. So, uh, so I so it's too early to tell. I think she could be a very, a very serious candidate to the position of vice president.
0: So, in a sense, this is perhaps might be a bit of a positioning uh, for her right now by taking this early time uh, exactly, to come forward exactly. What do you think will be the key issues uh, in the election or for the party, perhaps? Let's first start with that the uh, contenders will be vying for support, that will be prominent for them.
1: It would be classic Trumpism. And we know that from the announcement. Uh, Even Nikki Haley repeated, uh, first of all, the attacks on on the Democrats she called them uh, leftists, um, social leftists. Um, those those terms do not uh, represent any any positive image for, for the Democrats. And she was uh, she was talking about uh, about le- all kinds of legislation that Republicans uh, uh, traditionally support: small government, um, lower taxes um and and also she 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 was referring to highly controversial issues uh, such as abortion uh, relations between state and religion so what we should expect especially at the primaries uh, very hard statements harsh statements uh, against the uh, liberal democracy especially against the democrats obviously the general elections uh, will have to be more moderate and modified, because any successful candidate, Republican or Democrat, needs to win a substantial uh, uh, part uh, of, the, of, the, the, of the independence. And the independents constitute the largest party in the United States. So I'm making a distinction between primaries and the general elections.
0: And finally, uh, certainly during her tenure at the UN, she established herself as being a strong supporter of Israel. Will that have any kind of play in terms of her seeking support in this bid?
1: Yes, I think she's going to play on this. Uh, She's likely to win uh, um, support among uh, Christian evangelicals who are very pro israel And perhaps among uh, Jews, Republican Jews, about 30, 35 percent of American Jewry. But I need to say that all the present candidates are very pro-Israel, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence. So I don't think that this is going to distinguish herself uh, from the other candidates.